This podcast is a love letter to every small business owner in Africa that dreams of growing big, every African executive that wants to get ahead, and every leader that wants more impact. I'm Tembi Kumalo, your host and the founder of Brand Builder Africa. We'll talk about everything to do with growing your business by building your brand. If you're in fashion in Southern Africa and you don't know Trish Carmen, you need to listen to this episode. She is a fashion icon, designer, stylist, image consultant, and so much more. In this conversation, she tells us how she got where she is and what she learned along the way. Hey, Trish, how lovely to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so, I'm so grateful and uh, excited to, to be here too. Good. Where are you exactly? I am in Zimbabwe, Harare. And my the home country. Good. <laughs> uh, it's summer now, so it is very hot. As you know, October is the, the hottest month yes of summer so it's very hot but i i love i love uh, i love the sunny weather i can deal with the sun excellent so trish i know that you are you wear many hats um but the primary mm-hmm. hat that you wear is as an image consultant and i'm going to ask you a little bit later what that means but i just want to find out how did you come to choose that as your life's work? Okay, so I started off as a fashion designer. I am a person who loves fashion. I've always loved fashion. Um, Growing up, I used to just go through all the fashion magazines that my mom Mm -hmm. had. She had lots of Vogue magazines, and I would just go through these magazines and, you know, just intrigued by the fashion. so let's fast forward 20 years later. Um, I'm, I'm, I met, I had a friend of mine called Rodney and he was into fashion. He was a fashion designer. And uh, one day he called me to meet him at his studio because he was meeting a client to, to, to dress a client. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I was, sitting at the, um, I was sitting in the studio whilst he was doing the fittings and all that. And then I say to myself, this is what I'd want to do, but how do you do this, you know? Mm -hmm. So I'm watching, you know, the body language and just the transformation of this person when they, you know, when they fitted their outfit, you know, the Mm -hmm. glow in their eyes, the excitement. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, this is the effect that clothing has on people. And Mm -hmm. it's such a positive effect. And I... I, I wanna, I wanna be that person. I wanna have that kind of effect mm. uh, on people. So after that client left, I then said to Rodney, "You know what? I, I'll be interested to to do what you do." I, I at that time to me it wasn't even fashion designing. I wanna do what you do. I want to dress people mm. and make them happy and make them look good. And then he gave me a guidance on on the steps to take. And then I took notes and then. Day off, I went and I started fashion designing. Um, wow. uh, I, I set up um, I set up a little studio in the garage. So I'm hoping that one day 
since I started in the garage uh-huh. you, like, like Mark Zuckerberg you know? I know where this is going <laughs> and I, we all started in the garage you know can I be a Bill Gates one day who started in the mm-hmm. garage and you know be a billionaire Amen. So, so so thank you so so there I was and I started fashion designing so what I would do is I would um, speak to my friends I started speaking to my friends and telling them what I'm doing now and I'd offer to make outfits for them I'd go and buy the fabric measure them you know following the notes from Rodney mm-hmm. and then I hired myself a tailor uh, who worked who worked for me I just had one tailor at that time I would sketch I would you know do the creative direction and and boom there Trish come and began so what happened was one day I decided I want to I want to take this thing a little bit further, this home dressing people. Mm. But um but they, but they, I think I need a name for this thing. Mm. You know, I need I need I need a name for the clothes that I make. And so I called up a friend of mine, her name is Theo, lovely girl. And I'm like, Theo, if I had to dress you. What, what label would you want to see on the garment that I put on you? Then she says, Trish Carmen. And there, Trish Carmen was born. And oh, wow. that has been my brand ever since. Um, so, so thanks to Theo for giving me, the, for, for christening my, 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 my fashion brand. Yeah, um, now, then, when, when, you're at, uh-huh. when you're at Zuckerberg level, Theo is going to come for you. <laughs> You she want royalties, right? <laughs> you want royalties. So this, uh, so I continued. I continued to do what I was doing, and then someone noticed me. Um, it was uh, the one of these journalists' wives who then gave me a call, and she she says to me, um, "I would like a dress made. I'm going to Oliver Mtukudzi's 60th birthday." And I want a lovely dressmate. Can I come and see you? She came through. Uh, I made a dress for her. She went to this event. She was looking amazing, stunning. Her husband loved it. And her Mm -hmm. husband happened to be a journalist and then asked her, who made this dress for you? And then she says, oh, this lady called Trish Carmen. And then he's like, oh, I want to meet her. Um, Numbers were given. Then I got this phone call. This guy, this, this uh, journalist is Jonathan, Jonathan Biriam Beke from Herald, okay. gives me a call and says, would like to uh, come and meet me. He wants to just talk to me about fashion. TMB, I was like, ah, talk to me about fashion. Where does he know me from? <laughs> and then I was so nervous. I'm like, what am I even going to show him? I'm going to show him my little studio in the garage. And make her one little tailor. Mm, uh, anyway, I just then said, okay, please come through. Then he came through. He asked me a few questions and asked me to take him around. I showed him my, my studio and, you know, just how I work and all that. He took a few pictures of me. And then this was a Wednesday. And then Saturday morning, I'm getting phone calls left, right, and center. 
and people are just congratulating me. Mm. I'm like, for what? She says, you're in the Herald, you're in the front page Herald. Oh my and word. They're reading your, your story. I remember it was the 21st of April. I'll never forget that Saturday. Wow. It was the 21st of <laughs> April. And he had written a whole article on how I started. You know, all these questions he was asking me, he was busy, you know, writing a story mm. about mm. me. And from then on, you know, it, it, it was just like that, that article was life-changing because it's, it got people to recognize my brand. It, it gave credibility to my, mm. to my brand. And then it created so much awareness for the Trish Common brand. Right. And I became confident in what I was doing. And you I know, started approaching. Mm -hmm. Everything that you're saying right now is so important because often mm -hmm. people don't recognize the importance of publicity, right? People start their own business mm -hmm. and then they're like, oh no, mm -hmm. I don't need to advertise or I'm too small to advertise or, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm too expensive to advertise, but just one mm -hmm. newspaper article um, mm -hmm. really changed the course of your business, right? Absolutely, absolutely. And I especially like what you're saying about credibility mm -hmm. because often we underestimate mm -hmm. um, what credibility does for you as, a, as an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, and it also gave me that confidence, Tindi, you know, it Yay. really gave me that confidence, like somebody has actually recognized and valued, you know, what, you know, what I am good at, you know, mm -hmm. my talent. Mm. So what I started doing is I start, I confidently started seeking opportunities um, um, to marketing opportunities. And the, the, the thing is, well, what's really funny is I didn't, I didn't, you know, look around to see what other fashion designers are doing, how are they mm -hmm. marketing, how are they, you know, putting themselves out there. I just simply said to myself, I'm going to talk to people and then let them know what I do, let them know who I am and offer a win-win situation in, you know, a, 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 in, in what I'm going to be doing so i'd offer I, I remember i offered a restaurant it was valentine's it was valentine's day i offered a res restaurant uh, to do an event a valentine's event they accepted and that was a win-win situation i got exposure wow. from the diners and so on and so forth so i would just work on opportunities and i wasn't scared if i tell you now tendi as you grow older you you, yeah. you, you kind of like have this fear now you know like yeah. what are people gonna say? I'm gonna be rejected yeah, yeah, and all that. But at that time, I was just moving like a child. I had the innocence of a child, you know, the mindset of a child. Whilst I was doing this, mm. I, I I had so many great opportunities. I I showcased um, at the jazz at the Harare Jazz Festival. I simply approached uh, Seb Matare. He used mm. to host that. And I'm like, I'd like to showcase my, my way before, you know, the, the jazz art, artists perform. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And then I became part of the whole entourage wow. of the jazz festival artists. Wow. I was, 
I mixed and mingled with Judith Sipuma, Jimmy Lulu, Ringo, Oliver Mtukudzi. Incredible. Mm. Just from not having fear and just being confident and saying, I'm just going to go on and do this. Mm. So, so important. So I've, had, I've, had all the, I've had all these amazing opportunities and I was the first fashion designer to showcase at the Harare International Festival of Arts. I approached wow. them again. Wow, I'm like, wow. you guys, <laughs> you do the arts and you don't do Great fashion. fashion. Why? Right. Gave them a whole proposal and uh, they rejected it. But then they came back to me and said, instead of you just showcasing at Haifa, we're going to uh, invite other designers to showcase. So, so they created an arena for fashion designing for wow. fashion designers to showcase but I was the first person to bring that idea to them and to 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 showcase and I remember I made 50 garments goodness to showcase 50 <laughs> outfits and I had to showcase them in 15 minutes and they had, and I created a story line you know as um, I showcased every garment I had a story to tell. And so I made it really creative and beautiful. So wow, Trish. That's how the Trish. So I was in the newspapers, the magazines, and everybody wanted to work with Trish Common. Trish Common, this, Trish Common, that. They started calling me a brand. I had no idea what they were talking about. They started <laughs> calling me a celebrity. I'm like, what celebrity? I just make clothes, guys. Yeah, so, so this was given to me by the people who fell in love with what I do, who fell in love with my clothes, who, mm. who fell in love with my brand, yeah. So how did you transition from being a fashion designer to being an image consultant? It, it, it's kind of like the same thing, because okay. you are you, you're creating fashion, you're dressing people, um, so for me, the transition came about uh, through, through moving to SA. Okay. Um, I was still a fashion designer in SA, did SA Fashion Week. Everything was beautiful. That's another story for another day. It's a long story. Uh -huh. um, then when I came back to Zim, the fashion scenario was different. The fashion industry was different. It had changed. Mm -hmm. This was after going away for five years, you know, space yeah, has been taken. People yeah. have, your space has gone. You leave today. Someone's ready to take your spot. You know what <laughs> well, I mean? Well, I'm, I'm guessing also that the influx of cheap imports and people bringing stuff from China, the introduction of Mabero, Absolutely. you know, they yeah. would have really exactly. the fashion scene. Yeah, so so when I came back, I, I still wanted to continue doing fashion. And then I saw all these elements that you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, who, who, who is going to want to, who's going to want to spend uh, 300 US dollars when they can get something for a dollar, honestly. Yeah. So... I had to check out the market and the market will, the market is always telling, the market will tell you what they want. So for me, continuing in fashion um, was not viable for me anymore. So 
as much as I loved fashion, I decided that, you know what, 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 what can I do? You know, that will still bring up, or that will still have the same impact as fashion on an individual that will still create that positivity, that will still bring me income, that is life-changing, that is transforming, mm. you know, and image consultancy was the thing. So that's how I transitioned from being a fashion designer to an image consultant. But Timby, if you want an outfit girl, I ain't gonna say no. <laughs> I'm like, let me come and measure you and let's make that amazing outfit for you. So it's oh, still wow. there. But I'm yeah, glad I'm to hear that. If it's consultancy. <laughs> okay. You know, I like what you said right at the beginning about how you were watching Rodney um, do his fittings for his client and how mm -hmm. the client felt transformed. And Absolutely. I'd like you to just speak about the transformative power of our clothes and, you know, our appearance, if you like, because I think for a lot of people, they think of fashion as something very frivolous, right? Yes. Um, yes. Whereas, in fact, it's a it's a deeply meaningful mm. and impactful mm. uh, way to serve. So tell us a little bit more That's about true. that. Um, clothes, uh, clothes um, really play an important, hello? I'm here. I think I, I, can you hear me? I can. They, 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 they play a really important uh, part in your psychology. Mm. Um, I'm sure if you noticed when you are wearing something bright, a bright color, a certain color, you feel a certain way. Mm. When you're wearing a certain outfit, you feel a certain way. When you're at home wearing your PJs and that big old t-shirt, you're feeling lazy and, you know, just, you know, not really energetic and all that. So yeah. that's the power that clothing has. Um, it, it's so powerful. Um, I remember um, dressing a lady who lost her daughter mm. and she was so miserable. And then um, she was going for a picnic. And then I said to her, can I please dress you for this picnic? When I put an outfit on her for the picnic, the way she just lit up and the way she became so alive and energetic was wow. so amazing. And that is the power of clothes. Mm. That is the power of clothing, yeah. So I'm thinking about the age that we are in where mm -hmm. people are becoming a lot more aware of uh, their feelings, you know, I have to, I have to mm -hmm. do self-care. I have mm -hmm. to mind my feelings. What are some tips or pieces of advice that you can give us that can help us to, to, to self-care, to care for ourselves using the choices mm -hmm. we make in how we dress? Hi, Timbi, you're gonna have to repeat that. I lost you there. I think it's the net. 
Go ahead. I think the first uh, important, most important thing is, is, is to, to know yourself. Mm. Know yourself first. It's, an, it's, it's all an inward thing before it's an outward thing. So what, well, whatever is within you, you will showcase it from, with, from out. So know yourself. Um, when you know yourself, you, you love yourself more. You take care of yourself more. You, you, you realize um, the importance of who you are as a person. And once, once, once you know yourself and love yourself, then that self-care just then comes through naturally. And that happiness comes through naturally. Mm, mm. Yes. So it's it's that knowing yourself and and loving yourself. And what about uh, in terms of styles and colors and things? It goes it goes to that knowing yourself. It's important to know your body your your body type. Okay. It's important to know your, your your skin tone. What colors work with your skin tone? What colors brighten you up? What colors make you look younger? What colors um, you know conceal blemishes? Your body type. When you know your body type, then you know what silhouettes. Um, look great on you, what styles look great on you, what lengths look great on you, um, and so on and so forth. So it's in that knowing yourself. That is why you need an image consultant who can direct you and advise you or on such things. That makes a lot of sense because sometimes mm -hmm. you see something on somebody and then you go and buy mm -hmm. it. And when you come back, it's like, <laughs> it doesn't feel the same yeah. on you. you yeah. Know? Exactly. Even, even, even just knowing the shape of your, your face in mm. terms of getting the right eyewear to wear, uh, the, the shape of your head so that you know the right hairstyles that suit you mm. as well. Yeah. That is why you need an image consultant. You cannot just go through a magazine. You cannot just Google it and think <laughs> you you it right. Yeah, Google is good for a lot of things, but... <laughs> <laughs> not everything yeah so that's why it's important on the know knowing yourself it's just knowing your your body completely and knowing what works for your body and what doesn't work for your body and what works for you and what doesn't work for you that makes a lot of sense so if i'm hiring an image consultant um just give us a, a breakdown of what we should expect in terms of the services that you offer? I offer, I, I have a one-on-one -on -one consultancy with you. Um, ask you a few questions. I want to know about your lifestyle. I want to know what mm -hmm. you like, what you don't like, mainly your lifestyle. And Actually, then from there on- Sorry to mm -hmm. interrupt you. Lifestyle is so important because um, as you know, I recently got married. Yes. So I asked my husband, so what, what do you like? <laughs> what kind of clothes do you like? Congratulations. And he said he likes power dressing. And I was like, mm -hmm. well, I work from home. Like, <laughs> mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. 
how am I going to I'm here by myself all day. <laughs> how, yeah? <laughs> how exactly is this going to work? So, yeah, I think lifestyle is very important when you are deciding okay. on look. Yeah, lifestyle is important, but I'm going to switch and become a, a, a couple advisor. A relationship expert. <laughs> relationship expert and say Tembi if the man wants you to power dress you're gonna have to power dress around the house girl <laughs> you're just gonna have to do that that's what the man wants oh gosh well I guess that's the the joy oh, yeah. of being older hey is your mm. is your mm. need to please becomes less urgent <laughs> Yes, the need to please becomes urgent. It does, it does. Yeah. Sorry, so you were saying you, you have the one-on-one -on -one consultation, you look at the lifestyle. Yes. Mm -hmm. Look at the lifestyle and then we, 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 we look, I look at your body and then I give you, I, uh, I, I help you know and understand your body, um, your body shape, we go shopping together. Oh. I actually do. I do. I, I, I do practicals. I do practicals. Um, we'll go into a store. Um, like pick, 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 pick your stuff here. Pick, pick what you think is gonna suit you. We'll try on the stuff. We'll spend the whole day trying off, taking off, trying off, oh, trying wow. on, trying on stuff, trying on stuff. Yeah, and um, we also have we also have um, we also work on your your skin tone. Look at the colors that suit you, that colors that work for your skin tone. I teach you how to know what your skin tone is. You either you've got a warm skin tone or you've got a cool skin tone. I'm not gonna teach out that information here, but you gotta pay for it. Um, <laughs> Um, makeup, we go through makeup, <laughs> makeup tutorials. I actually collaborate with makeup artists for, for the makeup uh, lessons and sessions. And yeah, so it, it's, it's, it's quite broad. It's quite broad. Wow. But yeah, those are some of the things that, that, are, that, that are entailed in, in the consultancy. It's I, work, I work with hairdressers as well. Ah, very comprehensive. I must say, I work with hairdressers. Yes, work with hairdressers to establish what hairstyles suit you and what you like. So I'm not going to change you. I'm going to work with with what you like, but you know, refine it and you know, just not in that direction in terms of your your image. Okay, sounds really really good. Now, as you have grown your business and your own brand, um, you've obviously come to have a lot of influence in, in the marketplace. What are, what are some of the key lessons that you've learned as a, as a woman in business or in your career in the fashion space? I've learned, okay. I've learned that there's one constant and that is change. 
And when life changes, things change and we have to adapt to change. It's, it's an adapt or die situation. So it's important to, to change with the times, change with, change with the market, change with the situation you're in, change with you know, the geographic location that you're in. Mm. And um, I've also learned that you know, life is, is, is all about learning. Never stop learning. You know, be a student of life because the world has so much for us to learn and that we don't know everything. And when we learn, we impart and it becomes a ripple effect. And um, we become transformed through, through learning. So, so that's one thing I've, uh, I've learned that never stop learning and embrace change. And when you look at the, the change in the space of fashion in Africa, um, because our listeners are, are placed all over the continent, what are the key things that you see about the fashion space on the continent? Uh, I've noticed that um, fashion designers have um sorry the, the echo was coming through fashion fashion designers have uh, african fashion designers have become very aggressive and are really taking up space in the in the in the fashion industry and they are really owning you know africanism um in fashion and really owning you know who they are as african designers and i've also noticed that the west are being inspired by africa and mm. and that is because africans are owning who they are and you know using what they've got where they are to make to, to make fashion and we we and 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 that's the, the 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 big change that i am seeing in the fashion industry that african african fashion is really taking over African prints, African accessories. Africa, African fashion is really taking over the world mm. and, and uh, the West is really being inspired by, by African, African fashion and African fashion desi designers. So I'm loving how aggressive and how Africans are owning their Africanism when it comes to, to fashion. Yeah, I would definitely agree with you there because I remember when I made myself my first uh, Java print dresses, maybe uh -huh. 18, 20 years ago, no one in Zimbabwe was wearing African prints, like uh -huh. no one at all. But now it's, you know, on every street corner, <laughs> which, yeah. is, which is really great. In designs amazing designs as well mm, mm, mm. yeah yeah really really great okay so you've obviously got as an influencer you've got a following you've got young women who are looking up to you younger rather <laughs> who are looking up to you and thinking wow one day i want to be 
Trish Carmen. What are three pieces of advice that you could give them um, that would help them on that journey to becoming a fashion icon, an image consultant, a relevant, influential designer such as you are? Um, I would say be humble. That's the first thing, be humble. Be humble. Don't be afraid to, 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 to ask for help. Um, don't be afraid to, to ask someone to teach you something that you don't know. Mm -hmm. um, be open-minded. And um, I would also say, be, be, be authentic, be who you are, because people resonate and people are drawn to authenticity mm, and so people true. can feel fake. So just be real, just be real and do what you do and do it with sincerity and people will resonate and will be drawn to that. It's, 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 it's very attractive to be authentic. So true. And the best yeah. brands are authentic brands. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, it's been lovely talking to you, Trish. And thank you so much. Um, I love your story. I love how inspired you've been and how inspirational you are and how you are still practicing your first love, um, albeit in different ways, um, which is part of yeah. being a good and relevant brand is, as you said, being able to adapt to, to um, mm -hmm. seasons of life and the seasons of fashion. <laughs> So, yeah, it's, it's a joy to watch your brand and to watch you evolve. Thank you so much. I appreciate, uh, I appreciate you for having me on Brand Builder. Such an honor. I, I also look up to you, Tembi, for so many <laughs> years. Uh, you were the girl back in the day, and I always used to look at you and say, how do I become like <laughs> And look at us. Yeah, we're interviewing me now. So I appreciate yeah. it. I'm so grateful. And I also want to say thank you for what you're doing. And thank you for everything you are imparting in regards to, to branding and brand building. Thank you, Trish. See you soon. listening to Brand to Build, a podcast brought to you by Brand Builder Africa. We'll be back here next week with more thoughtfully curated content for entrepreneurial leaders who are doing business in Africa. Stay, subscribe, and let us know what you think or what you'd like to hear about next. To learn more, visit our website at www.brandtobuild.co or email ask us at brandtobuild.co.